Welcome back to the program. Jim Leach in for Greg Bishop again this morning. It's time to turn our attention now to community colleges, the role they play in educating people, both kids just out of high school and adults learning new skills and opportunities. It's been a rough few years for community colleges with the pandemic, but it is rebounding. And joining us now to talk more about it, the executive director of the Illinois Community College Board, Brian Durham. Thank you so much for taking the time. Good to have you on the program. Hey, thanks for having me, Jeff. Uh, let's start with just some uh, some general information here uh, about community colleges. You know, we've often talked about this in terms of traditional versus non-traditional students. In other words, you know, students just coming out of high school, this is uh, their uh, affordable way to get a start on higher education. And then the non-traditional adults may be going back to school after years in the workforce, trying to learn new skills, train for a different career and things. Do, do those those distinctions still matter uh, or really uh, is every community college student uh, a, a sort of traditional student because we have so many of, of all those different kinds well I'm, I think the answer to that is, is both are true I mean we still work very hard in the community college system to work with high schools and to serve students directly out of high school but the fact of the matter is the average age of a community college student is about 26 27 years old Often um, you have folks coming back that are finishing or changing careers or upskilling. And um, most students, in fact, about 75% of students in the community college go part-time because they tend to have families and they often are working full-time as well as they work through that. So the system really works hard to serve um, high school students, those quote-unquote traditional students, and um, adult students as well, and there's something for all those students at the community college. We know that uh, community college enrollment took a hit when the pandemic struck, uh, and those numbers are rebounding. Uh, how well are community colleges bouncing back? Are we back to pre-pandemic levels yet? Uh, where, where are things headed? Well, we're certainly not back to pre-pandemic levels, but what we did see in the spring of 23, we saw a 7.2% increase from the previous spring. And that rebound, I mean, that, that was a really a significant um, growth. It was our largest year-over-year -year growth in about 15 years. Um, and much of that reflects that rebound. You had 39 colleges that experienced an increase. It was the hands-on areas where we saw the biggest increase, career technical you know, you can't be a welder if you can't do welding on a campus. I mean, you can't do that in a simulation style. And so you saw uh, almost a 10% increase in current tech ed. Uh, we also saw adult ed, which are folks that are um, trying to get their um, state of Illinois high school diploma um, or what people often think of as a GED. Uh, that rebounded about 29%. And that, too, you know, are individuals that face a lot of those. Uh, barriers that make um, remote that made remote um, difficult. Um, dual credit also rebounded. You know, thinking about serving traditional students, we saw about a 10% increase from uh, spring to spring. So overall, the system is very much on track uh, to get back to where it was, and we saw some really significant increases um, and beating the national average uh, uh, really across the board there. 
Talking with Brian Durham, he's the executive director of the Illinois Community College Board. A report over the weekend uh, indicated that uh, substantial numbers of students who enter community colleges in, in that theory of, okay, I'm just out of high school, I want to start my college career, I, I need an affordable alternative to do that, and community colleges are, are obviously a, a good deal more affordable than your typical four-year uh, university setting here in Illinois, but that a lot of those students aren't actually getting their degree within four years and one of the big challenges is because of the difficulty in transferring their credits from community colleges to when they eventually go to an upper level institution this is something that you're trying to work on through the legislature this spring tell me about it yeah right I mean I, first let me say that community colleges are about 70 percent less than the average tuition of Illinois public universities um, and so they really are you know the bargain for higher education um, with that said, Illinois, actually, we have a really good transfer system. I mean, I read the article that you're talking about, and, and clearly there are some problems there that were cited. In the general education space for students that want to transfer, the, really Illinois is a model for the country. Um, you see in, you know, individuals take a core of courses, and if they finish those, every, every public institution takes them. There's about 100 um, between public and private that accept them across the board. What we're working on through Senate Bill 2288 um, is the requirement that courses that are taken in the major also transfer directly for the major course. So, for example, if you take a chemistry course at John A. Logan College or Lincoln Land Community College and you go to NIU, you should get credit for that chemistry course. Same if you go to UIUC. Um, and what happens now is often students will go in and they'll get elective credit um, and they'll end up having to take that course over. They'll eat into their elective. It could certainly cost them money depending on the degree requirements. Um, and so we're really we're closing that gap so that an individual could take their entire degree, transfer it, come in as a junior um, and not have to take anything over. I mean, we, we certainly there always are some challenges in transfer. I think we're doing much better than what was cited um, in that particular article here in Illinois. Um, so trying to work through that. Uh, so let me ask you, in terms of transferring those uh, uh, courses uh, in, in someone's major, uh, can people be confident that the community college classes that someone's taking in, in an area like chemistry, for example, has the same rigor as what would be offered to a, a freshman or sophomore at, at a four-year institution? You know, absolutely, and I'll tell you what's unique about this approach in really Illinois system is that it's a faculty-driven system. So this is not any major course willy-nilly that's developed. These are courses that actually go through a vetting process through what are called faculty panels, and these panels are made up of community college faculty, university faculty from both the public and private sector, individuals that are responsible for transfer on campus, and they come to an agreement around common outcomes, common methods, sometimes common assignments um, as a part of that process, and then they are assigned a transfer code, and that course then can go anywhere. And so they are reviewed, and they do have the same outcomes, and the rigor um, is certainly there and ultimately being driven by faculty.
Let's talk a little bit more about that for community college uh, faculty. Uh, who makes up the faculty at a typical community college here in Illinois? Are they, you know, professors who've gone through all of that? Or do you have a lot of instructors who are coming in with real-world experience to impart that to students? Yeah, I mean, you, you have both, really. You have, um, uh, you know, folks that are in the transfer areas that you think of are kind of typical for transfer degrees. Um, you know, let's say sociology, for example, an individual who's teaching that is going to have at least a master's degree, often have a PhD, um, which is what's required by the national accreditors, um, that they have a degree higher than the folks that they're teaching. Um, and similarly, on the career and technical education side, if someone is teaching welding, then they have to have the equivalent credential um, to be an expert in that and 2,000 hours of work experience. So you have a lot of, on, particularly on the career and tech side, a lot of industry professionals that will teach adjuncts or that come from industry. You know, we've recently visited a, a number of programs. And, and so, for example, we had been at, visited College of DuPage and saw their manufacturing program where you had folks that were teaching that that had spent 20 years in the industry um, out in the field. And so they're teaching on up-to-date equipment and helping folks understand how to work in uh, those manufacturing environments. And you have that across the board, you know, in the career tech area. So you've got, you've got both ultimately. And that's what, you know, again, makes community colleges so important to the system is there are opportunities for folks that want to transfer. There are opportunities for folks that want to go and get a certificate and go straight into the workforce um, and everything in between. You mentioned accreditation, and we should note that uh, Lincoln Land Community College here in Springfield uh, just announced they've gotten a 10-year reaffirmation of their accreditation by the Higher Learning Commission. Uh, are all community colleges in Illinois accredited? Is that a, a requirement to, to be a community college in Illinois, or, or does that set Lincoln Land apart from uh, from their peers? Well, congratulations to Lincoln Land. I mean, that's a, that's a really rigorous process and takes a lot of work on behalf of the organization, the faculty, and the staff there. Every community college in the state is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Um, they are one of several accreditors across the country. They cover the essentially the Midwest region um, and in many ways are proxy for the U.S. Department of Education, which has a, a strong hand in working with them. Um, but, I, you know, I think it's important to note, too, that also many programs have program-specific accreditation as well. So a nursing program at Lincoln Land is going to have an accreditation from a nursing organization. Um, you may have a, a program in cosmetology that's going to hold a specific program-level um, accreditation. And so there, you know, there are lots of checks and balances across the system to ensure quality is in place and that institutions are meeting the needs of students. Talking with Brian Durham of the Illinois Community College Board. And finally, as we are getting close to the end of the legislative session, the budget process is uh, still uh, moving forward. From your perspective, what do you want to see from lawmakers in terms of funding for community colleges? Is funding adequate at this point? Has it been insufficient? Uh, Governor J.B. Pritzker has even talked about wanting to try to make college, at least at some level, free uh, for students. Uh, how, how does that talk fit in? into the financial needs of community colleges across Illinois? Well, I, I will say that Governor Pritzker and his administration and the General Assembly in the last you know, couple of years have been, um, been good to the community college system. You know, all of higher education, um, like the rest of the state, went through the budget impasse 
Um, all of higher education, like the rest of the state, also had to navigate the pandemic. So, you know, coming off of really two back-to-back crises and being in a position where you've got a governor advocating for $100 million for MAP, which the combination of MAP and Pell would ultimately allow middle-income um, folks to go to community college for free if the General Assembly agrees to that $100 million request. For community colleges, I mean, there's an ask on the table for about 7% of an increase, um, and that's for community colleges and universities, which is really the largest um, increase uh, opportunity that we've seen in many, many years in the system. Um, so there is a long history, certainly, of higher education being underfunded, and I think we appreciate seeing the governor and um, the General Assembly and hope the General Assembly agrees to um, starting to close that gap and, and meeting the needs of students, because ultimately, that's what it's all about. These resources are really needed um, to help students be able to go um, for free or ostensibly free with those grant programs um, and for institutions to be able to offer high-quality instruction. Brian Durham, Illinois Community College Board. If people want to learn more about uh, opportunities being offered by community colleges, is it best just to start with their local institution? Is there sort of a centralized clearinghouse to go for information on this? You know, they can certainly probably just Google the Illinois Community College Board or go to iccb.org. Um, but I, I strongly encourage folks, if you know what your community college is, go to your local community college, go to the web, their website, call the community college and have that conversation directly with them. Once again, Brian Durham is the executive director of the Illinois Community College Board. Thanks so much for your time this morning. And that legislation, one more time, you talked about in terms of uh, credit transfers. What's that bill number again if people are interested in uh, letting their lawmakers know their thoughts on that? Uh, Senate Bill 2288. All right. Thanks again for your time. We do appreciate it. Thank you for having me.